Welcome to the Gifted Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. You can always find us at thegiftedlife.org. I'm Lori Steele. I'm Sarah Blakemore. And I'm Kirsten Heinz, filling in for Joey Boudreau while he takes care of leading our organization through these uh, COVID-19 times. Yes, thanks to him, thanks to our team, and thanks to you, Kirsten, for stepping up. And just to let all of you know that are listening to the Gifted Life podcast, number one, thank you. Number two, we are recording this episode during the coronavirus pandemic and being socially responsible by recording remotely. Yeah, so if our sound is a little off, we apologize, but um, we're so grateful that we do have technology that can allow us to continue to record our episodes and get the importance of organ, eye, and tissue donation out to everyone. Absolutely. Speaking of that, on today's episode, what's up? So today we're going to be talking about, have you ever seen something on TV that you thought, oh no, that's not true, but didn't know what to do about it? Well, now there's an app for that. Oh. And we're also going to be talking about how we can build up our resilience. All that and more right here, thegiftedlife.org. Let's get to it. on the Gifted Life podcast, she's back, Tanaya Wallace with Donate Life Hollywood. Hey, Tanaya. How are you doing? So good to be here. We're so glad to have you. Well, it's always fun to talk about Hollywood, right? Little sparkle, little pizzazz. Uh, absolutely. And I'm so excited because not only do we have some sparkle and pizzazz, but we have some fun technology. I heard that you guys have just launched the Donate Life Hollywood app. Or not just launched, but this year, recent. Yes, it's very recent. And we did that in February. Um, It's called the DLH Activate app. And it's really the way that every single person in the donation and transplant community and beyond can help to influence the entertainment industry and really turn them into our partners in saving lives. I think the coolest thing for me was that we can we actually can now look at these shows and when we see myths or we see something not being said correctly, we have a way now to communicate that to the producers and to let them know, hey, this isn't right. You're giving out misinformation. Um, have you guys had any uh, storylines come through that you've already been able to kind of put it to the test? Yes. And what's great is that I don't always see the donation and transplant storylines when they're on television. I don't always watch the medical shows. And so through the report a myth feature, which is right on the homepage, you just click the button report a myth. So if you see something on television that is about donation and transplantation and you're like, "Mm, this is not quite right. You just put a little bit of information about the show, the air date, if you know the episode, uh, the name of the episode, great. If not, that's no problem. And then put what you think is wrong with it. And what that does is it allows us to utilize that information and your perception of the storyline in an activation for the rest of the nation. So there was a woman who posted some information and they were really concerned about how a show was presenting living donation. Um, I believe it was I think it was the resident and they were trying to talk out 
uh, talk this one young man out of being a living donor. And they were talking about how it would be very painful in a recovery and all of these kinds of negative things. And she was a living donor and said, this is just not how my experience with living donation was. And I'm really concerned that it could keep people from wanting to be living donors. So that's exactly the kind of information that we provided then in a rapid response. So we sent out a notification and said, hey, there's a response awaiting um, that to send out through your own social media letting the show know that we're concerned about how they're presenting living donation. So that was a great way where I was like, oh, it's working, right? Where, where a user let me know about the storyline. And then we were able to put a preloaded social media response into the response section. And then all users got a notification. They go into the response. They just hit share. And immediately, all of that information goes on their own social media pages with the right hashtags, you know, the right at, the right show, the writers, all of that kind of stuff, so that the shows and the writers are seeing that the donation and transplant community and many of us are worried and concerned about how they're presenting organ donation on television. Tanaya, I just like this because we are a powerful community, so we're getting to leverage that community power around our unified goals, which is just to make life happen. So um, I know you guys mentioned about responding immediately to negativity. We can also support the positivity when we see it. Um, we can learn about casting opportunities, which got my attention with that, sister. And then we can upload our own real-life story. So it's very interactive. Um, we talked about recording this during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, this is something that we have time to learn, um, to figure out how, how it's used, to download it, and then to put it into action. So you see it working? Yes, I, I, I do. And I you mentioned the positive, and I, I really have learned something. I mean, I grew up in Hollywood. My mom's a studio teacher. My dad is Local 33. He's a stagehand. My husband is a post-production video editor for A&E Network. Like, everyone around me is in Hollywood. So I understand kind of how Hollywood works, and they really do like to be praised. So when we can find those opportunities to thank the entertainment industry for what they're doing, we want to put those in, too. So we have a notification going out and a response going out this week that is thanking the medical shows for donating their PPE uh, equipment that they're using as um, on the show to the ho local hospital. So thanking the entertainment industry for helping to save lives during this time of crisis. Another really great note that we put out was to Tyler Cameron, who was on The Bachelorette. And he has a huge following. He's very popular. Um, somebody actually used the report a myth function to let me know that he had posted on Instagram that his mom became a donor and they did an honor walk in Florida at one of the Florida hospitals. And he posted this honor walk on his Instagram page. So another notification we have and response we have going out this week is to Tyler Cameron, really thanking him for sharing that story and then providing a link to that Instagram video for people to see. So, you know, Hollywood loves to be praised. So we're not, we're kind of using both that carrot and the stick, right? Like, no, no, don't do it this way. And great work. Thank you for, uh, for doing this. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that it, what you said, too, in terms of harnessing the power of the entire donation and transplant community, um, because I think what the problem really is, is that Hollywood doesn't see us as 
a, a group, right? Like they know the cancer community. They're not going to mess with a cancer storyline, but they don't see us as organized like that. And so this Activate app will help us create that organization and influence Hollywood and everyone can be involved. Yeah, I think that's amazing, um, especially because, you know, I don't think that Hollywood is intending to give myths. They're intending to entertain their audiences. And so for us to lead with positively reinforcing, you know, that organ donation is a good thing. And we thank y'all so much for telling the stories. We want to give you the tools you need to tell the story accurately. I think that's incredible. Um, so there's so many, you know, shows and celebrities that we see that are connected to to donation. So just to lead with saying thank you and you're doing a good job, I think is great. Yeah. You know, the first time around when we were doing Donate Life Hollywood, we gave Inspire Awards to television storylines that were doing a good job. And I was talking to a woman, a donor mom, and she had come to one of the Inspire Awards and she was like, why aren't you doing that again? You should be giving these Inspire Awards again. And um, so I actually started thinking about planning an event for this year, which I don't know if that's going to be a good idea, but potentially we do a, a virtual Inspire Award that all of the app users could be a part of as well. Um, you know, through the app, we could even do things like voting for your best storylines or other kinds of things. So there's really a ton of opportunities through the app to generate user content um, and to really create a community as well as to uh, harness them and activate them in different ways. So yes, around storylines, but there's other opportunities as well that we can use the app for. Tanaya, you visited with us uh, back on episode 100. If you missed it, please go back and, and uh, go to the giftedlife.org episode 100. But we interviewed the new Amsterdam writer, which was pretty neat. Um, and when we were talking to you, you talked about Donate Life Hollywood, why it was created, and the giant steps forward um, it has made since its creation. Can you give us a little bit of that for those who may have, have missed that, of the mission and why it exists? Yes, I love that I, we were the 100th episode, too. I always, I think that's so special. Um, and with Shireen, I, I will mention, I had her come out to the Donate Life Rose Parade float and place a rose for her mother, because her mother received a liver transplant. She has uh, passed away, but she lived many, many years with her liver transplant. And so Shireen came out and placed a rose on the Donate Life Rose Parade float, which was incredibly meaningful. And again, a great way for us to continue to build those relationships, those proactive relationships with the entertainment industry. Um, Donate Life Hollywood ran from 2008 to 2012. And then I experienced my own health challenges and had to leave. And we retired the campaign because really we had kind of done our job of eliminating a lot of the myths and misconceptions on television. Um, a partnership with Three Rivers back in the day and CBS led to a 6% increase in the public's willingness to register as a donor in a single year. So that was the largest one-year increase that we had ever seen in, in the public's willingness to register as a donor. And so we know entertainment education really is important and it works. Um, and where we can build those partnerships with the entertainment industry. So when we kind of came back with Donate Life Hollywood a couple years ago, I feel like it was sort of a soft launch a couple years ago. But last year, we built out a strategic plan. And it really created the, the foundation for Donate Life Hollywood to be 
back and be a huge support to the entire donation and transplant community. It's really designed to uplift the message of donation and build these relationships again with the entertainment industry so we can see those kinds of gains in public willingness to register and the positive perception of organ donation. And so, yeah, we've already been able to build a lot of those relationships. New Amsterdam has been huge. And again, because we have a writer who has a personal connection to donation, but NBC has been very open to it. I'm working with, I think, four different non-scripted um, producers on different ideas around donation and transplantation, a lot of living donation interests. Um, there is at least three scripted television or movies that I've done expert consultation on and are in some level of pre-production or production. And um, just every day there's new opportunities of how the entertainment industry wants to tell our stories and having Donate Like Hollywood here to guide them, to keep them away from certain myths and misconceptions, but then also to connect them, to get, connect them to different organizations and individuals and inspiring personal stories. Um, and that's another thing the app can do. So in the fall, our intention is to launch the DLH Writers Portal, and that will be a website designed specifically for the entertainment industry so that they can find powerful, authentic stories, access to experts for consult free consultation, you know, real uh, conflict, not the myths and misconceptions that they build into the conflict. But through the DLH Activate app, we will be able to call for videos so folks can do a short video on their phone and send it through the app. And that will build out content for the DLH Writers Portal so that each one of our inspiring stories within the donation and transplant community could spark an entire episode or a storyline or give that authentic voice that we are asking Hollywood to present. That's incredible, Tanaya. Uh, and I'm so excited that you guys thought to do an app so that we can reach you know, our entire donation community across, across the nation, not just in Hollywood. Um, can you explain you know, I, I went on and downloaded it to, uh, this week, and um, I know that there was a video, and I sat there and watched the video, and that really helped. Would you mind walking uh, our audience through how to get the app and where they can find the video if they're having any problems that explain the features? Absolutely. Thank you. I'm glad the video helped um, because there are just – it's intuitive – but it's worth watching the video because there are different parts of the app. And it's not really like an app like you have on your phone for anything else. And it really is multifunctional. So you can go to the iTunes store or Google Play and you just put in DLH Activate app. And if you if you start with DLH, it, it pops right up. It, and the icon yep, it popped up is, for me too. Yeah. Okay, good. And the icon is a little like old school television. And if you notice that swirl in the middle is the donate life swirl. So we've got kind of that connection back to the donation uh, to the donate life community. So DLH activate apps, go ahead. It's free. You download it. The first thing you want to do is allow for notifications. I know that we get a lot of notifications on our phone, but really the power of the DLH Activate app is to send you a targeted notification when there's something to respond to. So, um, so please allow for notifications. Then there's a registration section, and uh, we've made that pretty intuitive. 
So we want to know just your a little bit of contact information, but really your connection to donation. And um, if you're not seeing your connection to donation, like if you have one that is, doesn't seem to be listed, we would love to, to know about that as well. So you can use um, one of the other features that I'll talk about in a second to let us know if we want to, to, to finalize or finesse that a bit more. But we want to know if you're a transplant recipient, a donor family member, if you work in an OPO, if you're an industry professional. Um, and the reason for that is, again, you were talking about casting. So for instance, if Extreme Makeover Home Edition is looking for a donor mom in New Orleans, then we are going to be able to target a notification to donor moms in um, New Orleans Parish and let them know about this casting opportunity. So this will really allow us to, 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 do, to be of service to the entertainment industry and go, those real life stories on television. Um, then the other thing we've added, as I mentioned, is the county or parish. So we are able to provide targeted notification uh, geographically. Then you go into the app, the homepage has, some, has a, a welcome message that will change when there's new things and new features on the app. We have highlighted the number of people who are waiting. That's really reconnecting all of us to the work that we're doing and the lives that we're saving every day and the number of donors to date. So we are updating that information as Enos has that information available. So we can honor and celebrate those lives and really see the power of the donation and transplant community in action. The homepage also has the report a myth feature. So if you see anything on television, I've gotten a report a myth about a Dr. Oz show, about medical drama, about the Tyler Cameron piece, anything that you see out there in the world about donation and transplantation. It could be an old episode, a rerun on TNT, whatever it is, use the report a myth, give me as much information as you have about that show so that we can consider how we would create an activation around that. Um, the, there's a news feature, so that right now has a lot of good information about COVID-19 from the different uh, reputable sources like the CDC, UNOS, and others. Um, there's also the advocate. If you go in there, you know, we all get really great training from our different OPOs and organizations to be volunteers, but this is like a little training kit at your fingertips. So it has myths and misconceptions and all of those frequently asked questions right at your fingertips there. And again, we utilize that from resources that have already been created. So we're not creating things ourselves or repurposing them. The advocate is where we'll have the video campaigns as well. So there's nothing active right now, but during Donate Life Month, we are gonna do our first video campaign and it'll be pretty intuitive on how to do that. Um, one of the main features really is, or my favorite feature, there's so many things I love about the app, but my favorite feature is the response section. So that's all the way to the left-hand side. That is where we as a Donate Life Hollywood team pre-populate a social media message. We use all the right hashtags and we put it at all the right shows and writers and all that kind of stuff. And we pre-populate it. There's a Facebook one, which can be a bit longer, and then um, a tweet, which stays within that 280 characters. When you push share, it automatically pushes out that social media message onto your newsfeed. And so the reason for this is because if a show is seeing all of these messages that they're hashtagged in from tons of different individual social media um, feeds, 
that really amplifies things and lets them know, oh, look, the donation and transplant community is really talking about this and talking to us about this. So that's a really fabulous feature of this response. And I don't even know how it works and how it knows that you're connected to your social media. Honestly, that's our CIO that is incredible, um, who made all of that happen, but it seamlessly goes out through your social media channels. Um, so those are the key features of the DOH Activate app and the notifications that come straight to your phone when you tap or swipe that notification, it will take you into the area of the app where we want you to see the information. So if there's a news article, it, and we let you know about that news article, it takes you straight into the news section. If there's a response that we're asking you to, to make, then it'll take you back into that response feature. That's, uh, this is all great. Um, so I went ahead and downloaded the app today and it asked me for which parish and county I am in, as well as how I'm connected to the organ donation um, community. So I'm wondering if you could explain more about why it asks where you are. Yeah. So your county or your parish. So it's really twofold. One was to assist with that kind of casting call. I had found over the past year that several different organizations and groups came to me and they wanted to tell a real life story in a specific geographical space. And I just didn't have the capacity. There was one that was um, in an OPO service area and that OPO was having their big fundraising event exactly at the time that I was making this request. And so there's just no way that they were gonna be able to cast for me um, and my little thing. And so I realized it would be great for us to be able to send those targeted notifications by a geographical space. The other thing that that allows us to do, so if LOPA has an event that you want to um, target your group and, and the folks in, in your service area and your DSA, then we can just take the parishes in Louisiana and send out a targeted notification just in your service area. So this really allows, you know, our Donate Life Hollywood partners to make the most use out of the app as well. So again, we can use it for Hollywood, we can use it for the Donate Life Hollywood partners, which are OPOs, transplant centers, and others to target information in their service area. The other thing is that it allows us to provide COVID-19 information by county. What we were realizing is that the government was looking at COVID-19 cases and outbreaks and hotspots by county. So the DLH Activate app was modeled off of a rapid response app used by the federal government in times of emergency. So this allows us to go back to those rapid response routes and target information by county if there's a COVID-19 um, hotspot or if there's county-based information that would be critical. Because we realized that a large part of our Donate Life community sits within that high-risk uh, community that, that folks keep talking about. Those are transplant recipients who are immune suppressed and the 112,000 people who are on the waiting list. So we wanted to be able to do some part in, in supporting our community during this COVID-19 crisis. And so providing county-based information, if there are hotspots and other county-based information, we can push that right out through notifications. 
I'm going through the app now, Tanaya. I love it, but I don't see where, if I know what actress would play me in a movie, where do I put that on the app? <laughs> so there's two ways you could provide that information. <laughs> you could go ahead and click report a myth, and you can just put in there that you believe that Selena Gomez should play you in the movie. Totally, you know, just let me know. Um, why you can even put a little reasoning why and so that'll give me that information or if you go to the upper right hand corner there's three little dots that pull down that is uh, you get your support so if you're having any problem with the app or you want to just send us a message you can you can use the the support feature as well so there's two ways to directly communicate with uh, the Giant Life Hollywood team and um, our team at Crowd Advocacy which is the folks who actually designed and built the app and provide all the technical support to it. So yeah, that's great information. It's a really good question. Um, I would rec recommend the report a myth uh, feature to let me know which celebrity should play you in the movie. <laughs> I love it. Okay, it gives me something to think about during the pandemic. So I like that. Tanaya, this is all so much fun. Um, everybody is using their technology to communicate, um, to keep in contact with folks. And so this is just one more tool in our toolbox. So it's amazing. And last time I said, hey, Tanaya, when something else is happening, can you come back and visit us here on The Gifted Life? Here you are. So I can't wait to see what's next for you, ma'am. I, it's, it's really exciting. You know what? I, I was amazed too. all the Donate Life Hollywood partners and OPOs. They've really had to very quickly switch gears into a virtual Donate Life Month, virtual activities, all of those kinds of things. So we are going to be using the app to harness, to amplify um, all of the great, amazing events that are happening to celebrate organ, eye and tissue donation. So it's been exciting. You know, when Hollywood production shut down, I was like, oh my gosh, we just designed an app. <laughs> to highlight what's happening in Hollywood. Um, but the great thing about the app is it can also provide targeted information around COVID-19 and it can harness our community to celebrate virtually um, the power of organ, eye, and tissue donation. Tanaya, it is always a pleasure. Donate Life Hollywood. Does everybody say it like that? Do they say it like Hollywood? You say it the best, I have to say. I think <laughs> I'm going to have to say it that way too. <laughs> All right, Bama, we look forward to visiting with you again here on The Gifted Life. Thank you for taking the time and thank you for what you do for our donation community. Thanks for having me. on The Gifted Life, we take a moment for mental health. And now is that time. What are we going to be talking about today, Miss Sarah? All right, guys. So today we're going to be talking about resilience and the skills you can use to build up your resilience. So what is resilience, first of all? Well, resilience is just our ability to survive and to thrive. I think we all hear a lot that children have a really high um, ability to be resilient and to survive, but, you know, adults can too. And so what are some skills that we can do in order to be more resilient? So first, I think it's important that we all just believe in our own abilities to survive. We hear all the time, you know, mind over matter. And it's, it's true. Once you tell yourself that you can do something, you're going to be more able to do it. And I think 
another thing is to also remember to stay connected to those resources of support. So, you know, we recently went through the COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of people used, you know, telehealth to connect to their healthcare providers and their mental health care providers. So I just want to remind everybody about that, that you can reach out to your resources of support and stay connected with the people yeah. around you who help you. Yeah, it's it's been amazing how technology has jumped in. I was even reading an article um, about how um, a group that was in the hospitality industry quickly switched over to be support for those telemedicine groups to help um, patients learn how to use the technology so that they could connect. And I just thought that was incredible that they were able to, you know, continue to be employed and find, take their skills at, from the service industry and translate them over to the healthcare industry. That's amazing. And I mean, every research shows that the more helpful you are to other people, the healthier you are for yourself as well. So I think that's, you know, the next skill that you can do is find ways to be creative to help others too. So reach out. And I mean, that's an inspiring story, honestly, <laughs> um, to hear how people have used their skills and just used it in a different field to help others. So that's another way that we can be resilient. Yeah. Some of our uh, friends, some who have been laid off are using their talents as seamstresses to make masks and gowns for these healthcare workers that are lacking that equipment. And I just thought, wow, that is so amazing. Like it pumps me up. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you helped somebody else and it's made you feel just empowered and to hear other stories? So remind yourself when you're on social media, too, to look for those stories of people empowering others because it empowers you. And just remember to activate your positive emotions, too. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say only focus on the positive because that's not really realistic for our world. We have a lot to deal with in our modern society, but remember to activate those positive emotions. So what that means is reflect on it and do it. So when you're feeling positive, be positive, do something positive and activate those emotions for yourself. I like it. Let's get resilient, Lori. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love it. I was just thinking um, on our neighborhood apps, they had a, a mom that, that came up and said, um, I, I don't mean to whine and I'm not doing that, but I don't have a car. I don't have food. Um, I have a two-year-old at home and I'm just trying to figure out what to do. And then they had all these neighbors that dropped off. One dropped off a loaf of bread. One dropped off canned goods. One dropped off toys. One dropped off chalk. And I just thought, man. This is so awesome. So it's it's a bad time, but I, I, I think some of the good is rising to the top, and I just love that. Um, so I love this topic, and um, there are ways that we can see it every day via technology, and I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, and, you know, that's another skill is – talking about what you're going through. Don't be afraid to share what you're going through um, because everybody wants to feel heard and understood and everybody needs help sometimes. So your neighbor saying, hey guys, I don't mean to be a bother, but I need help. That's, look what happened. She got the help she needed. So she increased her resilience by asking for help and by telling people what she's going through. So I'd encourage everyone to do that. You're not going to be a bother. You're not going to be you're not going to inconvenience anybody when you talk about what you're going through. Yes, Stay. because we will survive together. Resilience. I yeah. love it. All right. Maybe you have a topic you'd like Miss Sarah to cover. You can send us your questions at info at thegiftedlife.org.
In every episode of The Gifted Life, we honor a hero. Today, we learn about Jared Bradley Brown from his family. Jared was 19 years old with a bright future. He became a donor in May 2009 following an automobile accident. He was a son, grandson, nephew, and cousin. Jared was full of life and drew people to him. He had so, so many friends that loved him. He was a born athlete. He played baseball, football, and ran track. He was able to help five people with his donation for life, which makes him a hero in his loving family's eyes forever. And now we pause and say thank you to Jared for the gift of life. In today's question and answer segment, we have a very good question. My family member was an organ donor. How can I share my loved one's story? That is a great question, Sarah. Um, if you'd like to share it with us at The Gifted Life, please, we encourage you to email your loved one's story into info at thegiftedlife.org. But I would also encourage you to share it with your organ procurement organization. Um, if you're not sure which one uh, is there for your state, you can go to AOPO, the Association of Organ Procurement Organizations, their website, which is aopo.org. And I'm sure if you go to your OPO's website, they will tell you how you can submit the story. Um, another option is Donate Life America. They take stories from all over the nation, and their website is donatelife.net. Great information. Thanks for the question. You can also give us a call. Did you know that? Here's our number, 504-648-3477. We may even play your message on the podcast. And that'll do it for episode 136 of The Gifted Life. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can register as an organ, tissue, and eye donor anytime at registerme.org. Thank you to Tanaya Wallace for having the forethought to use technology and create the, this amazing app that we can use to connect with Hollywood and hopefully encourage them to share more positive, factual stories about donation. Yeah, who knows what's next? Okay, guys, the best place to find us, thegiftedlife.org. Let's share this information so that we can make life happen together. And you can listen to us on our website or anywhere you listen to your podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google. If you do listen on Apple, please leave us a five-star rating and subscribe so that others can find the podcast. And if you're on social media, please like our page on Facebook, The Gifted Life Podcast, and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram, at Gifted Life Pod. One more ask, guys. Go out and do something you wouldn't normally do to help us make life happen. Be creative. Talk soon. This is a production of LOPA, or the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. The Gifted Life is hosted by Lori Steele, Joey Boudreau, and Sarah Blakemore. Our executive producer is Kirsten Hines. Producer is Shalon Caraway. Intern is Rebecca Ranham. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez. Troy Perez.